Welcome to another show, a special show, about Edward Van Halen. Edward Van Halen, one of the greatest guitar players of our generation, if not more. They did a debut album. This is an original album cover with record in it. 1978, in February, they released this album. Unbelievable. It changed the whole musical landscape of America, if not the world when they released this album. Produced by Ted Templeton, but it was Edward Van Halen, David Lee Roth, Alex Van Halen, and Michael Anthony, who changed it all, changed all the dynamic of rock and roll. What I'd like to start in is what Bill, Bill Graham actually presented that day on July 23rd, 1978. I was there along with probably 50,000 other fans that wanted to see this monster of a show with all the great bands. Aerosmith, Foreigner, Pat Travers, Van Halen, and ACDC. What a lineup. What a lineup for the ages. It would be the only time that Van Halen would ever play on a day on a green. I miss those days on a green very much, and I miss the ticket price. To watch those five bands that day, go figure, it only costs $11. Today, we'd have to go into arenas, and you're paying somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,200 to $4,000 to watch bands play today, and they're only about that big in stadiums, and they had the big screen where you could see them. $11, and you've seen history at its making. You've seen a genius, Edward Van Halen, setting the stage that would actually happen to him in the future. He was a trendsetter. He was an innovator. But that particular day, they had to follow another great act. And what Edward said in a guitar magazine was this. It was ACDC that he was watching in the wings in the Oakland Coliseum. So he's looking at these guys, and as I quote, it's, he said this. We have to follow those motherfuckers? They're so fucking powerful. But I remember, Edward remembered, feeling that we held our own. I was really happy. It blew my mind. I didn't think anyone could follow them. That was a quote, January 1997 on Guitar Player. That's Edward Van Halen watching Angus Young and ACDC just kicking ass. And how come I know? I was there. They were incredible. ACDC was just like badass rock and roll. Can you dig it? That's an old saying, too. Anyhow, let's get back to the show. They had to follow them. ACDC, man, they were just punching, man. I'm talking. And out walks, all of a sudden, you hear this siren. And all of a sudden, boom, they hit the stage. None other than 
Michael Anthony on bass, Alex Van Halen on drums, the charismatic and great David Lee Roth on stage, and none other to stage right but stage left to those guys, but stage right to us who are watching them. And I'm 10 feet away with my beautiful girlfriend at that time, Victoria, looking up at Van Halen, David Lee Roth, and all of them right there. And they just came out and they did this opening song called On Fire. And believe me, my pants were on fire. It was such a phenomenal, and the whole audience just went straight forward. I was glad that I was really up close for that whole concert, that whole show of seeing Van Halen. They were magnificent. They started with On Fire. Then they followed the song. Then they followed with I'm the One. And then they came out, and it was everybody is running with the devil. Unbelievable. The, the whole thing, running with the devil. And we were all running with the devil at that moment. They were kicking some booty, some big ass. Then they did the David Lee Roth cut, the Atomic Punk. Who was any better than David Lee Roth as the Atomic Punk? Are you serious? He was a punk. You know, we all knew that. Then they did Little Dreamer. And then they started with Ain't Talking About Love. One of my favorite friends, one of my friends who's up in heaven also, Phil So. That was one of his favorite songs. We'd be in his blue Cadillac cruising down in Oakland on East 14th. Man, we were looking at everybody, man, and that thing, he had all his windows rolled down. He was in a Fleetwood step back, and he was playing Ain't Talking About Love. And you know what? You had hand fists stepping up in the air everywhere, man. What? Everybody loved Van Halen because it was so brand new. Then they went into the piece that changed the dynamic of every guitar player from that time on. For one minute and 47 seconds, eruption. Are you kidding me? Who in the fuck did that? It was Edward Van Halen. When you seen him do this, you were going like, how is he doing that? How is he doing it? Years later, I found out how he actually did it. He created a way. He had a technique. So if you figured you're using your index finger and your thumb, he's holding the pick like that, which I hold my pick with this. He's actually holding, holding it like this with his middle finger, and he's tapping. Unbelievable how he's tapping all over these beautiful sounds coming out. But with eruption, no one ever heard that. Come on. That kind of plan? Harvey Mandel once told me, who was on this in this room with his interview, he said that Edward was in his when they were playing at, if I'm not mistaken, they were playing in L.A., and they were playing at a nightclub, and that Edward was there watching him play that. I think it was the Whiskey A Go-Go, or it might have been the Starwood. But they were there watching him play that. Edward also said that he, Harvey was the first person that he ever seen actually do that with an electric guitar, even though that both of them had said that it might have been a Spanish guitar player that actually invented those tappings. But Edward did it on a guitar that he made called Frankenstein that was just unbelievable. When you heard it, you just, you're, you might as well, you're melting. You're just like, who is this guy? He became an instant rock and roll god at that moment. He also invented something that people don't recognize. He also invented 
air guitar. Everybody was trying to do Eddie Van Halen. They were having contests. I remember in Castle Valley, San Francisco, Palo Alto, they were all having air guitar contests everywhere. All over the United States, everybody was air guitar to, you know, Van Halen, Eruption. And then people started actually learning how to play Eruption. But there was nobody like Edward Van Halen. He was the master. Edward was such a great, great guy. But let's get back to the set list. Then they did You Really Got Me. If you ever see that video, sure, it is older, but if you ever see that video, how he, how they come out and do that, the little scenes that they got going, unbelievable. Unbelievable again. They changed the, the Kinks tune. That was a great tune in 64. To just They just wrapped it up. Just ramped it up. And then they ended the set with two songs. Dead on Arrival, and of course, Bottoms Up. Let's have Bottoms Up, man. Everybody's drinking, everybody's fucked up at that time. You know that. Anyhow, when that was all done, I was really exhausted. I mean, really watching them. You got to figure, I'm in the middle of 55,000 people with my beautiful girlfriend, her sister Linda, and we're like 10 feet away. We're taking shots. Taking shots of them and doing other things too, but I don't have to tell you about that. You know, if you were young, what you were doing back then. I know I was doing a lot of it. So anyhow, so when that was all done, I went home and I couldn't, couldn't wait to actually hear the album again. And I realized that Edward Van Halen was going to be the greatest guitar player that I have ever seen. And I've seen some of the greatest guitar players. I've seen Hendrix, Jimmy Page, Joe Bonamassa, Buddy Guy, Keith Richard. The, the list is endless, endless. I've seen the, one of the very greatest where the music started on February 9, 1964, George Harrison. You can never forget that. And talking about that, which I was reminded today, was when the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's album came out, Hendrix played Sgt. Pepper's to some of the Beatles that were in the audience. Unbelievable. Like the person before him, Eddie Van Halen, also picked up covers and made them their own. That's the genius of Edward Van Halen. He was an innovator. He was an inventor. He did things, always, always was pushing the limit. Always, always, always pushing the limit to be better. When Edward came here from the Netherlands, he was a shy person. He was getting his ass kicked, he said. But what changed all that dynamic is he wanted to play, at first, play drums and guitar. They were classically trained piano players, and they won many contests there. Their father was also a classically trained player. It was really Edward's father that introduced them to cigarettes and alcohol. Maybe that infused him, but he was very shy. Could you imagine Edward Van Halen didn't know the language that well, but he knew how to play guitar, and he just started learning and digiting it around and just kind of just fiddling around. That's how they, most of the great ones do. They don't necessarily have to take lessons. You have to pick up this. To learn this at that particular time, you have to pick up the needle. Or if you had a cassette player, you'd have to listen to it over and over again. Pick it up, put it down, you know, record, hear it, play stop, play, stop, play, and you'd learn that cut. 
Edward Van Halen had his own special techniques, his own will to be a great guitar player. Not only was he a great guitar player, but he was also criticized in his own band by David Lee Roth. They were great friends for th almost three years. Then they split in 1984 when they had their biggest hit, Jump. Why would you split away from Edward Van Halen? Are you crazy? They came into the being of also with Sammy Hagar, the great singer from Matros and Dust Cloud. Sammy was great. He fit with them for a long time, but like all things must end, as we all know, hey, that ended, and lo and behold, in the 21st century, David Lee Roth, my, not Michael Anthony, but his son, Woofy, was in the band, along with Alex Van Halen and Eddie, and they did a new album. That was a, another cutting-edge album, but the material was older. It was in that time period when they first came that, that that album was made. Edward Van Halen, to me, represents an awful lot. Inspiration, never giving up, taking tremendous risk, going through all kinds of different demons that he had. But one thing that was always permanent with, with Eddie Van Halen was his skill on guitar. As I said earlier, he left us with a gift. Him and Valerie Bertinelli did. And that's Woofy Van Halen. If you watch Woofy Van Halen, and if you close your eyes, just for a moment, you could feel Edward's presence. It was absolutely amazing to watch him play. Um, Woofy, and God bless him. Another thing is, is when I watch Edward, he's playing up up in heaven if there is a heaven he's playing up in heaven with Hendrix because Hendrix wanted to play they have these little caricatures where they he was probably waiting for Eddie I'd seen a little caricature of, of Edward and and uh, Jimmy uh, at the gates of heaven and Jimmy's looking at him I could just hear him you know man I've been waiting for you for a long time man I'm glad you're here but not only that there's a picture backstage of that date on Ju J July 23rd 1978, and that was the guitar player, Joey Elves. Joey Elves was my friend, my pal. I could see, and it's had their arms are wrapped around each other, and they're so happy and so young, so youthful. I could see Joey on rhythm guitar. On bass, I could see Phil Kenimore, and on drums, I could see none other than the great Leonard Hayes. That whole thing right there, and I'm mentioning those names because I miss all of them. I miss Jimmy, Eddie, Phil, Joey, Leonard, because they're all badass. And you know what? You could play as loud as you want when you're in heaven because there's no sound in space. But in heaven, man, I can see it happening. Those guys right there, I don't know who would be the singer. Shoot, maybe Frank Sinatra. Would that be something? Could you imagine Frank Sinatra singing Running With The Devil? Running With The Devil. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Let's get back to Eddie. Eddie, wherever you're at, thank you for giving your gifts and sharing your gifts with millions and millions and millions of fans. Thank you for your innovation. Thank you and Valerie for giving us Woofy and your legacy will always live on. You are truly one of the greatest guitar players of all time. God bless you. God bless us all. 
and let's have a good time. Peace and love to you. Thank <laughs> you.